we begin today with a quote by a guy well, who needs no introduction. Here's a hint. His initials are J.G. I know you're pretty excited, right? Then we talk about quotes taken off the internet, and I share a couple that are just, well, just wrong. I then offer some more wisdom from a woman who Time Magazine named one of the hundred most influential people in the world. Oh, and if we're doing initials, hers are BBT. And all of this on the way to answering the question, what's the difference between courage and stupidity? Welcome to the Sky Pilot Podcast that explores questions of faith, spirituality, and religion. I'm Dan Matthews, and I don't have all the answers, but I do enjoy the questions. Welcome to the podcast where every question is an invitation into a spiritual quest, and you're invited along for the journey. If you're listening to this the week it comes out, then I am still in Iceland, discovering what it means to live a day of 19 hours of darkness. That should be interesting. Hopefully not depressing. Sarah and I are driving the ring road, hiking to see lots and lots and lots of waterfalls, and, of course, taking lots and lots of pictures. If you're interested in seeing some of those pictures, I'm going to try to post them from Iceland to my SkyPilot Facebook page. So just go on Facebook, if you're on Facebook, and search for SkyPilot FaithQuest, and you'll find me, and you'll be able to check out some of the pictures. Ever hear of Jeremy Goldberg? No? Oh, come on. You've never heard of the Jeremy Goldberg? Okay, until a couple of days ago, I hadn't either. And to tell you the truth, I'm still not sure that I have. What does that even mean? Okay, that's a fair question. A little background. As you know, I spend a fair amount of time on Facebook, and it's the place that I've had the most success promoting this podcast. So I have both my personal page there, and I have a page for this podcast there as well. It's also a really good way to keep up with close friends and distant acquaintances as well. One of the odd things that I've discovered while in the ministry is that people will often post on Facebook what they won't tell you in person, even when that includes their minister. It is surprising when I was in the ministry how often on Monday morning I'd be sitting around with a group of clergy from the church, and one of the clergy who worked there would say, did you see on Facebook that Ellen Smith is having foot surgery later this week? Then one of the other clergy would say, wait a minute, I saw her yesterday at church and she didn't say a word. Someone else would say, I know, me too, but she posted it today on Facebook. So I check regularly because it's a great way to keep up with people, especially people, I will say this, of a particular generation. And in following people on Facebook, I find I come across some helpful info about them, as I've just said, and sometimes some not so helpful info as well. Like, I can tell you the several people in my feed who post lots and lots and lots of spiritually uplifting quotes. At least, I'm sure that's the way they're intended to be when they're posted. But there are just a lot of really bad quotes on the internet. Some will say something like this, This was just too good not to share it. And then occasionally, after I read it, I literally can't figure out what the shared quote is trying to say at all. Or worse yet, there are those quotes that are intended to be inspirational, uplifting, intended to give people hope, 
but wind up being spiritually demoralizing to many who read them and believe them. There are way, way, way too many that fall into this category. And I've even honestly thought about starting a second podcast that is focused on doing nothing but refuting spiritual and faith quotes that are more damaging to seekers and believers than they are helpful. There are too many of these to count, and they include things like posts where someone says, if you're feeling down and trouble fills your life, all you need is faith in God, and God will cure all your ills. So, what started out as something intended to offer hope and uplift someone who is suffering, someone who's down, is really a not-so-subtle way of saying, if you're suffering and you ask God for help, and you keep suffering, then you don't have enough faith, and God found you lacking. That's actually the opposite of helpful to someone who is suffering. Oh, and it's the opposite of what I believe to be true about God as well. So that brings us to Jeremy Goldberg, a man about whom I know not very much, very little, next to nothing. Okay, I actually know nothing about him. Best I can tell, There are two Jeremy Goldbergs. Obviously, there are more than two Jeremy Goldbergs, but there are two that I could really find on the internet. One is a TED Talk kind of guy, and the other is in England. Both have PhDs and a certain amount of visibility on the internet. The quote I'm going to share with you is attributed to Jeremy Goldberg pretty much across the web, but never cites a source. So I'm assuming this quote, I'm guessing this quote comes from the TED Talk guy but I'm not sure. For all I know, there's a third Jeremy Goldberg, and he's the one who said this. So thanks to you, Jeremy, wherever you are. Okay, so I'm wandering around on the internet, specifically Facebook, and I come across this following quote, which, okay, as much as I'm hesitant to say these words, was just too good not to share. So here's what he said. Courage is knowing it might hurt and doing it anyway. Stupidity is the same. That's why life is hard. Now, allow me to read that again because I think it absolutely nails a life truth and a spiritual truth. Courage is knowing it might hurt and doing it anyway. Stupidity is the same, and that is why life is hard. Now, I would add to the quote, wisdom is the willingness to stop and change course when you've realized that you've mistaken one for the other. I like this quote because I read it and I said, yes, that accurately describes the struggle of life as I know it. Look, I'll give you another quote I stumbled across on the internet, and it is this. The safest place in all the world is in the will of God. No, 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 this is exactly the kind of stuff that drives me crazy when I hear it. Let me ask a quick question of you, and particularly if you're a Christian, of all the humans who have ever lived, who was the most faithful to the will of God? Well, for Christians, the answer is obvious, Jesus. And here's another question. How exactly did that work out for him personally? Well, he was executed and abandoned by his friends. So being in tune with the will of God did not exactly equate with safety as the quote promises, did it? But wait, 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 wait. Maybe that was just Jesus. Let's look at some of the others 
who were faithful to God's will and are in the Bible. Yeah, how about Paul? He was beheaded. Peter? Crucified? Upside down, by the way. Thomas? Pierced in the side by spear. Actually, four spears from four soldiers. Stephen? Yeah, he was stoned to death. Look, I won't go any further because the point is not to say that every person who tries to be faithful will die a horrible death in the name of faith. But it is fair to say that everyone who attempts to discern God's will and live a life of faithfulness to our Creator will encounter hardship on that journey. No exceptions. And worse yet, some of those courageous moments inspired by faith, some of those courageous moments are just moments of stupidity. That's why the quote from Jeremy Goldberg is for me an inherently spiritual one, even though it never mentions God, our faith, or spirituality. Being a person who's trying to live a life of faithfulness is difficult, it is hard, and at times it seems like you aren't even getting any benefits from those spiritually courageous acts that are guiding your existence. Now, you may be asking at this point, wait, 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 wait. So what is the point? Isn't the point of living a God-centered spiritual life, isn't the point of that is that it makes life easier on the person who does that? Am I not supposed to get something out of all of this? Well, that's where we come to another quote, and this one by Barbara Brown Taylor, who actually I do know who she is. She's an Episcopal priest who is famous for her preaching and her writings. In 2014, she was named by Time magazine as one of the hundred most influential people, as I said, in the world. And she said, Wisdom is not gained by knowing what is right. Wisdom is gained by practicing what is right and noticing what happens when that practice succeeds and when it fails. Again, I would amend this slightly because the discovering of what is right can only be learned many times in the practice. So what does it mean to be living a life of faithfulness to God? I think it can be described as a series of small life experiments. I have a belief that following God means to live in a particular way. And if I have that belief, then as best as I can, I try to live that way. All the while, hopefully I'm still watching, still discerning, always prepared to discover that I was mistaken and my assumptions need adjustment. Now, some will sell you on the idea that Christianity is the faith for people who want life to be easy, and that's hogwash, in my opinion. Some will sell you on the idea that Christianity is a path of suffering. Could be true for some people. What I think is most useful is to think of Christianity as a faith that requires constant spiritual self-awareness and willingness to learn and adjust. Actually, I think that's the mark of a truly spiritual person of any faith persuasion. Does God promise a life on easy street in exchange for faithfulness? Well, no. Does God promise a life of suffering in exchange for faithfulness? Hmm. The good news is also no. Rather than asking what we get in exchange for faithfulness, because that part of life is kind of unpredictable, it's better to ask what faithfulness to God looks like. And that's pretty easy to answer. Faithfulness is a willingness to listen, to learn, to discern, to change, 
and to grow and to be prepared for the inherent messiness of all of that lifelong process. That's all for today. Be sure to check and see if you've subscribed to this podcast so you get notified of future episodes. Also, you can find me on Facebook, as I said, just search for Sky Pilot Faith Quest. And if you'd like to offer a question for a future episode, my email address is dan at skypilot, S-K-Y-P-I-L-O-T dot zone. On your spiritual journey, may you ask questions, seek answers, and boldly go wherever the quest takes you. Thanks for listening to Sky Pilot Faith Quest. I invite you to send me a question or leave a review. And remember, the sign of a strong faith, solid religion, or healthy spiritual journey is not certainty, but that you keep asking questions. <laughs>